Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a new captain of the Sturt Football Club. It is midfielder James Battersby. How are you, James? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Congratulations on being the 44th skipper of the Mighty Double Blues. Uh, what does it mean to you? Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a bit of an honour and a privilege to, uh, to be the 44th captain of Sturt Football Club. Uh, obviously, the Sturt football um, didn't my life at all over half my life, and so I was 11 and under 13. Um, got to the junior rank, with the senior rank, so the club holds a heavy place in my heart. Um, and just, just the responsibility and the honour of you know leading a football club that holds hold, uh, hold so dearly is a, a great honour. Uh, what was the feeling uh, when that when it was announced, and when did you first find out? Was it? I assume it was a sort of presentation with all the boys in the rooms. Yeah, well, Steve uh, found out last week. Um, obviously, Coach Nathan Grimer told me and God Page we were captain and vice captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to keep it quiet for 48 hours until it was announced next Friday in mm-hmm. front of the boys. Um, so that was a bit difficult and a bit of a weird feeling. But um, when it was announced on Friday, last Friday, in front of the boys, yeah, it was a nice moment. Mm-hmm. They gave me a bit of a cheer, so that was nice. What was your leadership process in terms of uh, voting in? Uh, I believe so. Every player had a 3-2-1 vote, who they wanted, three being the most. Um, I'm assuming whoever got the most votes got, got the captaincy, but I think it had, obviously it had to be passed through um, Nathan, the coach, coaching staff and the board. Um, so I was lucky enough to be the, the lucky one. Must give you a great feeling to um, know the massive respect you have amongst your peers. Yeah, well, I've, I've been the least at group for the last three or four years now. We've got a pretty tight knit group at um, Sturt. But yeah, it, it's an amazing honour and an amazing feeling to know that your peers have voted you in. Um, the voting was actually really, really close, so Guy Page was only just behind me and Sam Colhoun was only just behind him, so uh, it was a really good sign for the club. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's a very special achievement. And speaking of special, really special to take the mantle from Zane Kirkwood, obviously uh, dual premiership captain, and we all know what he's achieved uh, personally, but just an absolute fearless leader for the Sturt Footy Club. Yeah, absolutely. Um, bit nervous, you know, taking taking his mantle. All the supporters uh, are already saying, you know, can you do it, Turkey? I, I, I think if I if I can do what half he did, um, I'll be I'll be happy. I'll be happy, man. Um, obviously, you know, as you said, you mentioned what he what he's done, and um, even off field, what he's done for me personally and for every player at the club is just awesome achievement. Um, but I know I'll have my own spit on things. I won't be as anchor leader. I'll be my own leader in, in some sort of way, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, I'll always I'll be leaning on Kirky quite a fair bit just to get coming through. You know, the first the first couple of years and see how we go. Yeah, I was going to say it's a huge benefit to, to know that um, he's obviously not retiring, so he's still around the place for you to talk to. Yeah, absolutely, and he's and he's helped me through my leadership and my leadership growth the last three years. We've had a pretty we've got a pretty close relationship, so definitely be uh, hitting up on the blower there. I need some help. Uh, what will be the slightly different sort of James Battersby elements you'll bring to the leadership role? Um, well, I think most people know can be a bit of a larrikin and, and take the light sort of things, but I think. Um, with this on comes maturity um, and responsibility, um, and that's in training and off field. Um, I think I don't really know what my mind's going to be yet, but I, I believe I want to be known to give 100 percent, 100 percent of the time, and mm. um, always be approachable to my teammates. I think that's one thing I learned off Kirky. He's most probably most pro- approachable bloke 
to the 51st player on the list to the first player on the list. Yeah. So I really want to emulate that. But also, you know, 100%, 100% training in uh, any games, you know, you can always count on me to give it my all. Yeah, most definitely. And the rest of the leadership group, you touched on Guy Page being the vice-captain. Obviously, uh, he's a rocker Gibraltar, uh, barely missed a game up until last year. So, um, obviously, he had that wretched run with the foot. But um, having him back on deck is almost a recruit in itself, isn't it? Yeah, he's been amazing ever since he hurt himself with that ankle. Um, the way he's been able to, you know, be in rehab, but be, have still have an um, impact on the group, mm-hmm. uh, especially on those reserves boys. You now he did even play a couple of reserves games late last year, which is an amazing effort uh, yeah. when he got told he was nowhere near it. <laughs> um, and he's probably the one, one of the mature 26-year-olds we'll ever meet, so I'll definitely be leaning on him as well. And he'll be pulling in line, I can dare say, when I get a bit carried away. Yeah. Uh, but it's just amazing... Amazing chance for him to be at the club for so long as well. And as you said, not to miss a game until last year. But yeah, just the respect and impact he's had on the club is immense. You touched on a good point there. Like, it would have been very easy for someone of his um, stature um, to think reserve playing reserves footies um, below him, and that um, yeah, he sort of just perhaps preserve the body and get through last year with the rehab and uh, prime himself for pre-season. But such is his uh, club ethos. Um, he was determined to come back and have a few games in the twos and help them in their final series. Um, it's just a it speaks volumes. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, the, the doctors have seen their surgery said there's no chance you're playing whatsoever. <laughs> and then he got faced with another setback with a blood clot as well. So mm. um, his rehab was second to none. And as I said, he, the way he worked with the, uh, the reserves boys, teaching and coaching them, yeah. uh, was just amazing. And as he said, he could have easily just reserved the body for next year. Um, but no, that's not his character. And he, and he pushed through. And it was, yeah, it was an amazing effort. And the rest of the leadership group, uh, nice blend of uh, old and new in many respects. Obviously got some premiership players in there and Matty Crocker and Tommy Harms and Stephen Slimming, of course. And uh, then you've got Sammy Cahoon, uh, star midfielder, and then uh, getting a, a Sturt Junior back to the footy club this year and Dean Gore. Good to see him uh, involved heavily. Yeah, well, as you know, we, we did lose quite a bit of leadership last year in terms of you know, Jack Stevens, Aidan Riley, Fraser Evans. Um, we just give massive opportunities in the new players. Stephen Fleming, you know, he's only 21, 22 years old, coming to the leadership for his first time. Dean Gore, obviously, both, both AFL experience and a junior, and he's since he's come back to the club, he's been he's fitted right in, and his leadership was really impressive this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, impressive this year, and then you've got the likes of Crocker, Harms, um, Page, uh, Colhoun, um, who who have been around the traps for the last four or five years, and been around the club for the last four or five years in a Premiership players. So that was a really good mix, and it's really exciting to see some also some new. The younger reserves players you know, take their leadership opportunities as well, so it's, uh, it's an exciting time. I was going to press you on that uh, now, just sort of turn our attention to pre-season training and how that's uh, unfolding. How has it been on the track? And you've got a generally healthy list at this stage, James? Yeah, well, as you know, every team every team and every competition is going as best as they can <laughs> and everyone's good ready to go at this time of the year. Uh, no, we'll look. Uh, we're pretty healthy list. I think Tom Reed's probably the only one that's injured at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, but he should be back in a couple of weeks. Um, now we're really fit and ready to go. We've had a massive running block the boys did before Christmas, and, uh, just after Christmas, mm-hmm. and now we're really focused. We've started on game plan and match simulations, which is uh, which all the boys love. 
Yeah. Um, and it's quite hot at training with a couple of, well, there's lots of spots, as I said. We lost a couple of players last year, so mm-hmm. everyone's having a red up crack. Yeah, good to hear. And who might be some of those uh, reserves types that, uh, or even under-18s boys that are coming up through that might make a bit of a, an impression in 2020? Well, Tom Tom Lewis, um, he unfortunately did ACL last year, so as he's in like five page, he's almost like a new recruit, mm. and he doesn't have one ounce of fat in his body. He's training um, really, really well, so he could slow into that midfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Borlace, a young defender, um, he can fit in the role. Obviously, Sam Smith unfortunately went down with an ACL new recruit. Uh, we also recruited Sam Wonky, um, brother of our, uh, Coach Michael Wonky, and he's fit slowed in really, really well. Okay. Obviously, both a bit of experience in sample footy, so there's a couple yeah. to look out for. Yeah, oh, very good. Um, yeah, I uh, would imagine James Borlace might uh, play a bit of league footy. Obviously, a talented uh, um, part of the uh, Torrens Uni under-18 SA uh, squad this year. So, um, And the other one I was going to touch on as well, uh, Hugo Munn. Has he been tra- training as a key defender, I hear, as well, potentially? Yes, he has been training as a key defender. Obviously, there's a spot there with Sam Smith going down uh, with his ACL, as I mentioned before, and Fraser and Jack. Obviously, not here at the moment, so there's that defensive spot and defensive line. is a, There's a lot of spots off the grads. Um, he's been training really well down back, playing on some good players that we got forward. Yeah. Uh, the likes of Abe Davis, Jake Sutcliffe, Josh Chulo. So, uh, defensive and forward uh, matchups have been quite interesting at training. Mm, mm. Where, will, where will Abe Davis play predominantly? I know you're not the coach, I should be asking Nathan Grimer, but uh, just sensing. Um, your midfield mix, um, where do you think he w- might spend most of his time? Well, I think the luxury with him is because he's so big, he can play key forward, he can play a midfield role, and I don't think many midfield players, including myself, can go with him just in terms of strength and size. So um, he can almost play ruck if he wanted to, to be honest. But I think we'll, we'll, we'll start probably, you know, wherever he, I'm sure he wants to play midfield, that's where he probably plays his best football, but, yep. you know, wherever we need him, uh, if, that, if that's forward for a half, that's forward, and if he can pinch in the midfield or vice versa, I think that's the, good, uh, the great benefit about him. Yeah, well, I'm sure Double Blues fans are very much looking forward to seeing him run round in the uh, Litex shade of blue in 2020. We thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio, James. We do appreciate that. And once again, congratulations on being named the 44th captain of the Sturt Football Club. No, pleasure. Thanks, Matt. Thank you.